welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin. I'm a transformation and human design guide who is passionate about guiding women to be the most authentic versions of themselves. This podcast is all about self-discovery, self-empowerment, wellness, healing, parenting, mental health, spirituality, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This podcast and this space is all about helping you along on your own self-project journey. So welcome. Let's sit back and we'll dive right in today. Welcome back to the show today. I am so excited to be able to welcome with us today, Devin Grindrod. And Devin is an advocate for empowerment and whole person healing. She is, um, she helps others with intuition development. She is also a Reiki practitioner. And I am really, really excited to get to hear more of her story and get to hear her share more of how she uh, uses her gifts to help others because she has a really wide variety of um, things that she helps others with. And so, Devin, if you didn't mind, before I just keep rambling, will you uh, just share more about yourself with us? Just kind of tell us more of who you are and a little bit more of your story that led you to doing what you're doing today. So I'll start with the story and then go up to present. Um, My... My journey into the spiritual world happened through, just like most people do, there's usually some sort of conflict, some big upheaval or trauma in their life, and that is spirit guiding them. So at the time, I was in my early to mid-20s, and I was bartending, drinking a little too much, and probably smoking weed a lot more than I should have been. And I kept getting these pings, like, you're on the wrong path. You need to go, you need to be a little bit more spiritual. And I was just like, I don't have time. I'm a full-time student. I'm working full-time. Like, you know, can I figure this out after I graduate? Let, let me just put this on the back burner. And I got this hit from Spirit. And they just said, you know, if you don't do it, we'll do it for you. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And so, <laughs> so then a couple of years later, um, and it didn't sound, it wasn't threatening. It was just like, we're going, we see that we're going to have to nudge you into this. I, it wasn't threatening at all. Um and so a couple of years later, I um, was pressured into getting some vaccines by one of my doctors and they did not go over well with my body. And I went to several um, health practitioners and none of them listened. When I say several, I mean, I went to like six different people and they wouldn't listen to me. And finally, I found my chiropractor and my acupuncture were like, yeah, we can work on that. Totally. No big deal. So I was working with them. And then I went to a nutrition, a nutritionist. And so I wound up healing myself, um, fully holistically and, you know, feeling so great afterwards that I just became this advocate for holistic health and wellness because I saw the difference in the two systems. And just by continuing to travel, travel down holistic rabbit holes, I eventually got to the spiritual healing world And uh, one of my yoga instructors was kind enough to gift me a Reiki session. And it was so profound. I mean, I saw past lives. I had different spirit guides come through. My grandfather was there, who at the time was the only spirit guide I knew of. 
And after the session, the practitioner knew all this information about me that wasn't on the internet that I had never told her. And I was just like, how the F do you know this? (laughs) Like what is going on? (laughs) And just after that one Reiki session, I was hooked. I think within a month I had taken my level one certification because I was like, I need this in my life. I need this every single day. And I I knew it would change my life. Um, So shortly after I had the Reiki level one practitioner training, my husband and I left the country for four months. We traveled Southeast Asia. We left everything behind, quit our jobs, left our apartment. And we just lived our best lives for four months. And during that time, I did a lot of soul searching and knew that I wanted to start an energy work business. And so I came back and yeah, once again, spirit led me to energy work. I was applying for jobs and nobody was hiring me. And so I just started applying for jobs I wasn't qualified for. So I was like, all right, I'm just thinking outside the box. And you know, then I remembered that spirit guides you. I had just been learning this. So I offered up, I said, Hey, clearly I'm going in the wrong direction. Could you please point me in the right one and let it be a big sign because we both know I'm really stubborn. So (laughs) a couple weeks later, I had gotten a call back for a job I applied for. And the woman said, you're wildly unqualified for this job, but I see that you're a Reiki practitioner. Can you come in? And it was at an addiction recovery facility. And in that maybe 20 minute meeting, she said, we want to hire you for Reiki. And, um, if you don't have a business, can you have one started in two weeks? And I was like, duly noted spirit, <laughs> you know, I can't get more obvious. There was my neon sign. Uh, so I told her yes, having no idea how to start a business. And I walked out the office while Googling how to start a business. <laughs> and here I am today. That was in 2016 and I haven't looked back. It's just grown and, I'm just so excited and feel so blessed and honored to be really doing what I truly feel my soul's work is. Oh my God. I love your story. Um, Such, such a cool journey. And I love how you kept throwing in there, just like spirit led, like, just like, leave me where you want to go. Is this where I'm going? Am I on the right path? Because I feel like that's how a lot of my journey has gone the last two years as well. It's just like, okay, like leave me where I want to go or leave me where I need to go. And it's like the opportunities that come from that when you just lean into like trusting that, that intuition and trusting that, you know, you are being led somewhere, the opportunities that come and the things that come from it are absolutely amazing. And it's funny that um, we were talking right before we started, Devin, you had asked me about like, why did I want to start a podcast? And I'm like, I don't even know. It was literally one of the spirit led things. And here I am like almost a hundred episodes in and it's grown and I've met so many incredible people and gotten to have so many opportunities. And it's just been a really just cool like project for me um you know I want to kind of come back to like what kind of um you know symptoms were you experiencing like what kind of things were making you go seek treatment after you you know had this vaccine injury like what things were you experiencing so just for a little background I was very healthy I mean at that point I don't think I had gotten sick since my freshman year of college it had been like eight years since I had had a cold, you know, and, um, all of a sudden, uh, so it was the HPV vaccine that started me, um, on my symptoms. 
And after the first vaccine, I gained 25 pounds within three months. After the second one, I became allergic to my cats. And after the third, I started getting really dizzy. Um, you know, I would stand up and just like the world would spin. And so I was coming into this with no allergies, very fit. I was active. Um, and, you know, all these things just kept happening. But the doctor had never warned me about anything. She gave me a pamphlet from um, from the vaccine manufacturer. And it was just like, this is how great it is. P some people have reservations, but, you know, they're wrong. And it didn't actually, it wasn't the vaccine insert. There wasn't anything, any information given. And my chiropractor was actually the one who pointed me in the direction, like who said, hey, I think you might be having a vaccine reaction. Um, so I was in his office just describing what was going on. And he asked me, he said, have you had any vaccines lately? And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? You know, I, I just, you know, they wouldn't have these on the market if they weren't safe for people. You know, medicine can have, reactions, but you know, and he just kind of looked at me like, <clears throat> Oh, sweetie. And, um, so I, you know, took this information. I was like, I need to go to my general practitioner. He needs to know this information. So I get there as soon as I say the word vaccine, totally dismissed, would not run any blood tests on me, would not do anything. I finally convinced him to run just a general panel. I said, can you just do it for, you know, overall health came back normal, I think I went to three general practitioners. I went to a cardiologist, an ear, nose, and throat, and a neurologist. Nothing. Everything came back normal. Nothing was coming up. So my chiropractor said, yeah, you know, like we can work together on this. I don't know how deep that we can get, but we can work together. And my acupuncturist was on board with it. And so by the time all of this was happened, by the time I got to those six um, allopathic practitioners, I was having daily migraines. So I was 26 years old and could not spend a full day out of bed because my brain felt like it was going to explode. Um, I was dizzy, but I mean, like I dizzy does not even begin to describe it. So whenever I would stand up and walk, it felt like I was on two simultaneous hamster wheels. So one was going forward, like the traditional one. And then the world was also spinning perpendicularly. So it was just, you know, one was spinning from, it was like a compass. One was spinning um, east to west and one was spinning north to south. And so I would have to really just focus on something directly in front of me and walk towards that and just hope I'd make it. And like, <laughs> But I was told I was totally normal. <laughs> by all these practitioners. And, you know, it was just really frustrating because I went from being super, super healthy to having, you know, allergies. I was waking up because I would sneeze up, up to seven times in the morning, have horrible allergies every single day. Um, this dizziness, these migraines and the medical system I had depended on my entire life was telling me there was nothing wrong. I was like, but there is something very, very wrong. This isn't a normal, healthy person. Um, and this isn't me. And so I was working with the chiropractor and the acupuncturist for about a year or so. And then my friend told me about a nutritionist she had gone to and the chiropractor and the acupuncture had gotten the migraines to go away and gotten almost all of the dizziness. There was maybe like 2% of dizziness left. And I, but I could stand up and walk like a normal person. And that was just all I wanted out of life. Um, and so I went to my nutritionist and she tested my heavy metals and they were of course off the, off the charts. 
Um, and so I worked with her for about two and a half years and she put me on a diet that was specific to my needs. So she had this magical machine that would test the frequency of my body with the frequency of foods. And that is how I had my diet. So I could eat anything and everything on my good food list. And then, you know, just avoid the foods or really try to limit the ones that weren't. And so I was on supplementation and just eating well, and that cured me. So like chiropractor, acupuncture, nutrition, like I cannot speak highly enough of these people. My acupuncturist is now my general practitioner. Like I go to them for everything and I'm, I haven't looked back. I go to, I get one physical a year because with my husband's insurance, we get a discount if we have a physical a year, but I get in there and they're like, okay, your blood pressure is good. Do you want anything? I'm like, nope, (laughs) you know, height, weight, blood pressure. You're good. (laughs) You're actually like, I think it's so interesting. You're actually the second person that I've recently talked to who's mentioned like heavy metals and changing nutrition and all, um, you know, changing, changing that and getting healthy by just like changing your nutrition and just doing these holistic remedies. Like it literally gives me goosebumps to hear just stories like yours because it's incredible. It's our bodies are so incredible when we, again, feel them properly for what they need. Like you said, you worked with the nutritionist to determine like what your body needs because we're all different. And, um, you know, just working, like you said, with your acupuncturist and your chiropractor, I just think it's incredible. And I chuckled because I feel like my chiropractor is like my general practitioner too. It's like, I'm having a pain here. I'm having this. And she's like, okay, well, let's just check you out. Let's fix you. Okay. You know, coming back to uh, talking about like the vaccine injury, that's why I think it's so important to uh, just make sure that you do your research. Because like you said, um, I've had the same vaccine HPV and I had no reaction, right? we don't know how we're going to react. You don't know how you're going to react. You had it and it it completely altered your life, which again, led you on the journey that you needed to go. But um, I say, do your research, make the decision for you. Um, You know, like just kind of tapping into your intuition. Um, I I kind of want to like come back to that because I know that you really um, help people with intuition development. Do you always feel like you've had strong intuition or do you feel like it's kind of developed over time as you've gone through your journey? It's definitely more stronger now, but I've always had a strong connection to spirit. And even, you know, as a child, as a teenager, I knew there was something more out there, but I didn't know how to cultivate that. And I was fortunate enough. I grew up in a really old house. Um, I was the third generation in my personal family to grow up there, but the original house was about 400 years old. And so there were a lot, there was a lot of spirit activity and my parents and my family kind of cultivated that, you know, we would hear strange noises and they'd say, you know, oh, that's, you know, so-and-so or, you know, like grandma's there or whatever, what have you. And we would notice around times of weddings or deaths, there would be more spiritual activity. And it was just like, a, you know, it felt like we were living in union with the other side. And so I grew up with that. I grew up with that being normal and accepted. And I have like so many kudos out to my parents for having that, um, for cultivating that within me and not saying, you know, oh, that's in your head, you know, like that's not real because, you know, that would have been probably really hard for somebody, you know, this 
not to like sound higher and mightier, but like I'm, I'm very sensitive. So being told that there is something wrong or being validated in that, I think really shifted the course of my life, like um, in, almost encouraging me to honor that part of myself. And I really appreciate that about my upbringing. Um, so yeah, I've always had that, that strong pulling towards this spiritual side, but knowing that I needed a mentor to get there and not really having somebody because my parents, you know, they honored the the spirits in the house, but we were like a typical American family. It wasn't anything, you know, like special or crazy or woo woo. Um, so I had those strong feelings throughout life and it wasn't until later on that I was able to find a mentor to really, or a couple mentors to help me. And, um, going back to intuition, I remember sitting in the chair at my doctor's office, getting the vaccine and thinking like, this is a horrible decision, but it's needed for my path. So I even got that intuition hit and I was like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) And six months later, I was like, I know exactly what that means. So it's, you know, just because you're aligned with spirit and you're aligned with your intuition, it doesn't mean nothing bad will ever happen to you. It just means that you have aligned yourself with an extra support network. And to remember that we're all spiritual beings having a human experience. So our physical bodies on this planet are not our permanent structures. Our permanent structures is our soul, whatever you imagine that to be. And we're here to learn lessons and to attain knowledge and grow as a spirit. And that is the purpose of our lives here. So whatever happens here is not the end all be all. And there's no judgment when we cross over to the other side. So if you've chosen not to honor your spiritual path and you cross over, that's okay too. The spirit world is very objective. They see things more clearly than we do here because they're not limited by their minds and their egos. They have the expansive knowledge of everything, time and space, because time is not linear on the other side of life. I love that. I wrote down over here, the body is not the permanent structure, because that's something only um, myself that I've kind of gotten a handle on in the last little bit of, um, again, that we're, uh, like you said, spirits having a human experience. Um, so I've been able, it's been kind of a game changer for me too, being able to look at the body almost as like a vehicle instead of this thing that I've been like at war with my entire life. I'm like, no, this is the vehicle for your soul here to go experience, to go, you know, do things to engage in the senses and just like be. So it's, it's been a really, um, kind of interesting way to be able to shift perspective to that and then kind of live from there. Um, so I was going to share a personal story. I was in Sedona this, uh, last weekend. That's the first time we've ever been there, Sedona, Arizona. And we were getting these, uh, aura readings done. And it was, it was so fun afterwards. Um, you know, he was walking us through what they meant. And then he looked at me, he goes, can I be really blunt with you? And I'm like, yes. Anytime somebody tells you that you're like, oh yes. And, you know, he was sharing with me about, um, kind of like uh, giving and receiving. He goes, I can see that you're really good at like giving and helping others, but you have a really hard time like receiving back. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can, I can see that. Um, And so then he he was sharing with me, he's like, well, you know, you need to work on that, giving me some ideas and then sharing a personal story. He's like, I ended up with a kidney stone because I had trouble with that. And the universe is going to like force you to receive if you don't let yourself receive. And I'm like, oh, 
it's a huge wake up call. But when we were talking about just like, um, you know, our journeys, like you said, you were sitting in that vaccine chair and you heard like, this isn't for me, but this is part of my path. And you're like, what does that mean? Again, just these experiences are part of our journey. And so, you know, tying that back, I'm like, oh man, I really need to get better at receiving and start like looking at my overall health and and really start getting better with all of that. But then I also remind myself, whatever comes, it's part of your experience. It's part of the lessons that you need to learn here this time around. So I just love other people, you know, sharing their perspective on that too. And um, like you said, this is part of my journey. I know this isn't good for me, but it's part of my journey. So I, I would love to kind of know, how are you helping other or uh, other people? Do you work just with women or? I work with whoever. I started off with just women, but then I realized that, you know, just as much as we need to heal our divine feminine, men need to heal that as well. And as a collective society, we need to lean more into balancing um, those two aspects of the self. And so I open my practice up to anyone and everyone. Ooh, I love that you say balancing those two aspects. I think that we're really starting to look at that more, you know, the feminine and the masculine and like, how can we bring those things together? Because we've been operating from such like a masculine society in general feels like they've been operating from such a masculine energy. We're starting to see some of the feminine come in and balance out. And so it's really exciting to see, you know, what what's in store for us. <laughs> like to look at it that way. I'm excited to see where we're going to go. Um, but how, so how can other people work with you if they're wanting to work with you? Do you do one-to-one or offer any programs? Yeah. So right now I am just offering one-to-one, but I'm starting to put together little mini programs uh, or mini groups. So uh, my two main packages are intuition development or spiritual mentorship, where I help people to really build and develop their clear ability so they can connect up to spirit and bring spirituality into their life in whatever way that means to them. So they're very, they're individually tailored programs. So if you want to become a practitioner, this can be a training for you there. If you just want to learn how to touch into your intuition and you want to stay being an accountant, this, you know, it's available for you as well. And, and there's no judgment. I know, I don't think the entire world should have a spiritual practice because we need doctors, we need accountants, we need lawyers. <laughs> um, but I think our intuition is such a valuable skill in no matter what you do, because when you have that strong innate inner knowing, you're fully standing in your power. And that is when I really believe that we have agency and sovereignty over who we are and the life that we're living because you are connected to your higher self. Intuition is communication with our higher self and that higher self remembers our soul's contract, our soul's mission for this lifetime, and will keep us aligned with it. It will bring us in connection with people and places that bring us in aligned with our spiritual path, for lack of a better word. And, you know, there typically are shifts that happen in, in, in your life once you really attune yourself to your intuition. Um, and it, they're so different for everybody. So you know, when I, I really started doing this work, um, I found my husband and, or my husband found me, however you want to describe that. And it was just, you know, moving past layers of life until you're able to, um, just reconnect with your mission here. And then the second type of package I offer is energy work. So it is, you know, Reiki. I offer Diksha, which is a oneness blessing. It's a type of energy healing 
and I am an, an evidential psychic medium. And so during all my sessions, I get intuitive and psychic messages come in, spirits can come through and it's really tailored again to whatever that individual needs. My, my specialty kind of what people keep coming to me for. So I've decided as my specialty is trauma informed healing. Um, so a lot of my clients are working through healing traumas from their past. And what's great about energy work is that energy is not confined by space and time. So we can go back and heal that inner child, heal what happened in the past or, you know, send Reiki towards the future. Um, and just get toward to the crux of the issue and what's going on. And what's beautiful about energy work is, so first and foremost, I am not a counselor. I am not a therapist or a psychologist. So I cannot have these talk sessions with people. My scope of practice is energy work. And specifically with Reiki, Reiki in its most simplistic form is the energy of unconditional love. And so when you're having that energy come to your body, it is healing you on the cellular level, like the molecular level is getting infused with this energy, this unconditional love. And in order for any healing to take place, we need compassion and we need love. And so Reiki really just, you know, envelops the person in that beautiful energy and allows for healing to take place. And so you can heal from traumas. You can heal those extra layers without ever needing to talk about it with me. And I have a great referral list for therapists because things come up and I think that, you know, we're better together as, as a teamwork. So if somebody needs an extra support, um, as a Reiki practitioner, it's very important to know your scope of practice. So I have, um, my availability to refer out to people and just help people to, I like to say my work is to help people heal on an energetic and spiritual level. Because so often we get focused on the mind and the body. I need to be fit. I need to have, I need to be mindful and manifest and all this stuff. But the, there's a full other half of yourself. We are energy. We are spirit as well. And that needs to be incorporated into our healing. So that is where I come in. So I would love um, to kind of hear, do you have any tips like somebody who wants to really be strengthening and developing that intuition? So like you said, that they can feel like they're standing in, you know, their power and making decisions that are right for them. Like, do you have any tips for anybody on working that, developing that? Definitely finding a mentor. That is what changed things for me. Um, but outside of that is to just start to trust your, um, those little hits that you get in your mind. And what a lot of people say is I trust my intuition and it doesn't work. It's broken. What that tells me is that that's your, your ego talking. And I don't mean the ego is like the overinflated sense of self, the ego as just the id, the sense of the self. And that is in our reptilian brain, which tells us our fight and flight. That is the part of ourselves that is looking around thinking, am I safe in this moment? What's going to happen? And our ego works out of a sense of fear because before we lived these nice cushy lives, we were living out in the wilderness and had active predators. And, and so we needed that sense of fear to be able to make it through the day. But our mind has not caught up, our, our you know brain chemistry has not caught up to our current lifestyle. So that is why we tend to over-exaggerate our fears at times. And, and there's so many other reasons why that might happen as well. Mental health has a huge role in that. Um, 
but again, I'm not a mental health practitioner, so we won't get into that. Um, and so just finding what, what works for you. So if you're following these things and you're getting these hits and they're not working, just know that that's your, your ego and to learn how your ego feels versus when you follow something and it works out, that's your intuition. And how does your intuition feel? And just the discernment between the two, knowing that is going to help you immensely on your path. I love your explanation of how the ego works. Um, it's one of like the best explanations that I've heard so far between like the fight and flight and this is why it's it's operating this way. So it's like, oh, that's so good. You don't have to point people to this when I talk about it. I'm like, go listen to Devin. Her explanation was awesome. Um, but, you know, I, I like that you say that because it is like a trial and error process, kind of like everything. Um, I like to think of these things as like it's a relationship that you're developing with yourself, with your intuition. And, um, you know, you have to keep returning to it. <laughs> you know, you can't just try it once, like you said, and be like, well, this isn't going to work and and then kind of abandon it because, you know, we don't develop any relationship that way. But I love that, like you said, it's just it's kind of trial and error um, tuning into how it shows up for you as well. I like how you uh, talked earlier about like developing the different clairs. Cause, um, I've come to learn, I think mine is like clear cognizance, like things come to me, like all of a sudden, like a thought will pop in my head or I just know something, um, like I don't visualize or I don't hear, but that's, that's how mine comes through. It's just like, Whoa, where did that come from? And I find myself like before I knew what it was, I would always be like, Where did that thought come from? That was random. And now I've learned that's how my intuition talks to me. Um, that and like those gut feelings. Um, but you know, so I love that just like it's trial and error, you know, don't get discouraged. Um, and finding a mentor is definitely, like you said, a game changer, especially somebody that you can like talk things through with and here's what I'm experiencing and, and having that guidance. So, um, I would love to know if somebody wants to work with you or come and check you out on social media, where are they able to find you at? Yeah. So feel free to check out my website. Um, and that is spirituallybalanced.com. I'm on Instagram, same handle at spirituallybalanced. And then I also have one more event coming up. So I'm working with four other women to create a, a virtual summit. It's called the Divine Self Summit. And it will air from June 21st to 25th. And we go over everything about the divine self. So we talk about healing the mind, the body, spirit, our relationship with abundance, healing your money stories, as well as developing a conscious community. And it's just, it's, we're really excited about it because we have 20 speakers who are just sharing their expertises in all of these fields. I mean, we have architects, we have mediums, we have trauma-informed yoga therapists, we have um, just a really great eclectic group of, of people here. And it's, yeah, it's a vision from the heart. And we call this a journey of the self through the self. Because as you're doing your spiritual work, we also need to be doing our self-development work. I think the two go hand in hand. If you're not doing one, you can't fully do the other. And as I say that, there's no judgment. We all decide what we want to work on in the times um, and just, just making your healing journey manageable for you. And 
this, this summit is designed to give you a little bit of a glimpse of all of the different healing modalities that are out there, of all the different ways that you can take your self-development work and just, you know, picking a direction and, and going with it. And yeah, just very, very excited for, for this to come out. So we have a, our wait list is up. Our tickets go on sale in about a month. And if you want to get more information or sign up for the wait list, our website is thedivineselfsummit.com. Awesome. I will make sure that everything is linked up in show notes so you're going to be able to scroll straight down and connect. That sounds incredible. I always I love that you mentioned that it's just going to be like this mix of different things that you can use for basically your own self journey. And that's always my favorite because... Um, I, I like to mix things up and I like a variety of things to, you know, to do or to work with or to experiment experience. So I think that's awesome. So Devin, as we kind of close out, did you have any maybe final uh, words or a message or any final tips for us? Yeah. So I just wanted to touch back on intuition and if, you're not following your intuition. If you are getting it confused with your ego and you're just kind of feeling a little bit lost and know that there's no judgment from the spirit world. The spirit world is patient. As I've mentioned before, their time and space is not linear there. And so that our, our team, our spirit guides, our source, whoever you connect to, they are patiently waiting. And if you follow their intuition, they're grateful. If you don't follow their intuition, they're understanding and it's, it's okay. You know, you're not letting anybody down. And that again, is just that fear and that ego sinking in of, you know, oh, I should have, would have, could have. But you can't until you, you know how to do it. So just cut yourself some slack and know that getting no's and following the wrong path, like the wrong, um, voices or guidance is not detrimental to your healing journey. In fact, it's the opposite. It's helpful because now you know what that feels like and just really, really cut yourself some slack because it's, it's difficult at first. And sometimes even when you've been doing it for a while, you still might not even lean into making all the aligned choices. (laughs) Even when you know what your intuition is telling you, you can actively choose not to follow it. So you still, you know, even once you get, you know, like you said, more seasoned at it, you're still going to make the wrong choices. (laughs) Um, But I love that you, I love that you say that it's okay, because I like to think of it no matter what choices we're making, it's all part of something that we need to learn. Like if, even if you are following that wrong guidance, what, what are you learning there? What was the lesson there? That's how I like to look at it. What was the lesson there? So Devin, this has been a really great conversation. I've enjoyed speaking with you so much today and having you share with us. Um, I feel like I could ask you 9,000 more questions, but I also know that we're uh, getting towards the end here. So I just have to thank you again for giving your time, for being on today and for sharing with us. It's been incredible. Yeah, thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. I'm really excited that we connected. Thank you for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. Come and connect with me over on Instagram at underscore Christy Martin and let me know what your takeaways were and what you want to hear more of. 
Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of these awesome episodes. Leave a review if you love the show and I will see you next time.